Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. January 19th, 2021. Popcorn. Geology unexpected snow, drug dealers, and professional sports cheaters. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Well, hi. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to the pits of despair. <laughs> Where have we been? What even happened? We haven't recorded in several days. It's been a hot minute. Our family life, every now and again, will just get, like, accelerated. Like, put yeah. the foot on the accelerator. It's that, and I've tried. I've tried to do research. There's just so little yeah. to pull, even... Today I'm embarrassed by the scant content that's good available. Stuff. There's good stuff. I feel like I've really failed in the research. Mm-mm. Only, you, only you can't change how I feel. Oh, that's true, and that it, your feelings are valid. Okay, I affirm them. But only an Enneagram Five would have spent this much time finding these interesting things and be like, I didn't do enough research. There, there wasn't. Well, I didn't, or there would be more things. <sighs> it was. I put forth the same effort as I normally do, which isn't small. There just isn't much in these early days of the year historically Yeah, that's going on. Everybody's like, we just finished a year. Can we have a break? Basically. We are not going to. There's a lot of terrible things. There's a lot of mm. murders and coups and yeah. terrorist bombings and things. I don't want to talk about those. I'm thankful that you don't bring that into our yeah. energy realm. Also, a, a thing that has been going on is the other night, a couple of nights ago now, I was trying to get the dogs in, and I tripped over a piece of patio furniture, mm. landed right on the old tailbone. It's painful to sit, honestly. I have to get situated just the right way. Yes. I, this is the... I've, I've often heard of tailbone 
bruises, fractures, problems, and thought, gosh, that sounds painful. I can testify now. It is. It it's is painful. extremely yes. painful. I barely made it through mass on Sunday morning. In retrospect, probably shouldn't have gone. Well, yeah, in fairness, it's it was worth it, I would assume, for yes. participation. But, yeah. Well, today's January 19th. Mm -hmm. And it is National Popcorn Day. Yeah, it is. I love popcorn. You do. Popcorn goes back to at least the 16th century when Aztecs used it in ceremonial headdresses in honor of their god of fertility. I feel like there's something symbolic there. The well, kernel burst forth with life. Yes, the, the particular lowercase g god that they were honoring was the god of maize and fertility. Yeah. Maize being arguably more or less the same thing as corn, less right. genetically modified than what we eat today. Sure, certainly. Yeah, and that was a thing, and it was wildly fascinating to the Spanish explorers at the time. They'd never seen such a thing. You know, I'm I'm a little disappointed with the ancient Romans that they didn't come up with popcorn. How could nobody have irresponsibly dropped right? a, an ear of dried corn into some sort of fatted pot? Is corn indigenous to Italy? I don't know. That's the only way I'm going to give ancient Rome a pass. Maybe, maybe it is predominantly or whatever historically from North America. I don't know. In South America. Oh, yeah. The Americas. The Americas, we like to call them. Yes. Um, yeah. So then it was all the way until about the mid-1800s when popcorn started becoming popular in the U.S. And that because some fella had invented a machine that ah. used hot steam to explode the kernels. Yes, okay. And that was in the mid-1800s? Mid-1800s. Way to go, 19th century technology. Yes, and so by the time we hit 1900, mm -hmm. which I guess that's more accurately near the point in time when this steam popping methodology was really nailed down. Okay. Um, but by then, early 1900s, there were horse-drawn Popcorn wagons that traveled the streets of Chicago. This would be street vendors and popcorn wonderfulness. Get yeah, your popcorn. Popcorn. You gotta, you gotta throw some <laughs> funk into it. And it was roughly, roughly around that same time that Louis Ruckheim added to his popcorn peanuts and molasses, creating Cracker Jack. I do enjoy some Cracker Jack. Shortly on the heels of that, it becoming affiliated with baseball, and we've never looked back. That's a fair point, yes. Now you, my dear wife. Me? You have a methodology for making popcorn. And it wasn't something you learned in your childhood. Oh, it no. was something in your adulthood that you you forged the path ahead. Yes. You did your research, you found and you make a damn fine popcorn, if I do say so. Thank what is you. it that you do? I would you are correct. I did not learn this as a child. My parents had the, you know, nineteen eighties era plug in electric popcorn popper mm -hmm. that just spits out your popcorn nice and dry for you. Yeah, nice and eh, eh. Yeah. spot welded to the back of your throat. Right. Then once microwave popcorn came into vogue, then mm -hmm. for sure that was the only kind of popcorn that we air had. poppers. You remember those terrible that's, things? That's what I that's what I'm saying my parents had was an air so popper. So we we had an old school it was electric yeah. but you poured a little bit of oil in the bottom and it had a, a metal a spinning whirly. whirly thing yeah. 
that agitated the kernels yes. and it popped inside there. So it wasn't as dry. The air popper was truly just death. It really was. So when microwave popcorn became a thing, my parents and my family was like, this is delicious because it came out of the microwave tasting like if you use your imagination a little bit more like movie well, popcorn. And right? if you got the the double butter or whatever, yes. there was actually you could actually have more than one popped corn without requiring half a liter of soda yes. to wash it down. And speaking of microwave popcorn, that always I cannot to this day two things. First of all, when you and I and our two children at the time lived with your parents for three months in the summer of two thousand eight it was the, the Olympics were going on and your dad and I were in the downstairs den area. I don't know. Oh, you were studying for your industry exams. I was yeah. like, where are you? Oh, I yes. I was studying. The reason we lived with your parents was so that you could like study. 50, for 60 hours a week. Yes. It was, it was not the best time of my life. No, you were transitioning away from coaching college football into the financial services uh, business and industry. And so your dad and I were down there watching the Olympics and he wanted some microwave popcorn. He we, loved microwave popcorn. Yes, he did. Again, it was like the two, three or four times buttered yes. version. Yeah. No butter in it, but yeah. There was not any in the current like working pantry, but we found some in the downstairs kitchenette Mm. cabinet it was old we popped it and it was delicious mm -hmm. not really but i do treasure that memory with your dad but i also mm. remember but wait hang on i got a piece of ice here <laughs> um i want you i want everyone and you okay to appreciate that that was in 2008 yes and the microwave that was used Oh my gosh. Was purchased by our family <laughs> oh, yes. in like 1984. It was like one of the first microwaves to ever come it up. Was. It was. It like... literally was. It was bigger than the television. <laughs> yes. It was a massive beast of a machine. Its wattage was it's probably pathetic. <laughs> there was, yeah, it was terrible, but it still worked, damn it. It still worked. And if you knew how to, if you knew the ins and outs of it, you could eventually pop a bag of popcorn. Yes. Look, yes. There's always a little bit burned in there. It was very burned. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. I, I don't think, gosh, 2014, I think, was when they finally got rid of that. Yes. Mom did, because Dad had passed. Yes, that's mildly right. Mildly before that. Yes. Well, it also reminds me, when I think about microwave popcorn, of that scene in The Office. It's where um, <laughs> Pam is trying to do the Finer Things Club with Oscar and Toby. Toby, yeah. And they're trying to do it in the break room, and Phyllis comes in to use the microwave to pop popcorn, and... Pam is like, why can't you do that in the kitchen? And she's like, that one smells like popcorn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. so funny. It's invasive. It's so invasive. It, it does stink up the old microwave and the area for a while. But all of that to say, my methodology for making popcorn yes. is not that invasive. No. Um, what I like to do is we have a pasta pot. Mm -hmm. so it's a stock pot. A stock pot. How big does it matter? How big that is? Uh, what is that one? Four or five quart? Sure. You, I have. If I, you would have said ten quarts. I would have no, said okay. A, if you would have said two quarts, I would have said okay. I have no idea. Somewhere four to five range, I think. Okay, so I take that. Obviously, I take the pasta insert out. You put in um, a tablespoon of coconut oil. Coconut oil. And that's a key thing. That's it's a key thing. How theater popcorn was made for ages until we went through a hot minute in time. 
driven by commercialism where we're like, oh, coconut oil's bad for you. Right, yeah. Now, of course, we know differently. Yes, and don't think that I use coconut oil for any kind of like added health benefit. It's just really a great way to make popcorn. So you, you melt that in the bottom of your pot and then you take a half cup of your kernels and pour them in there and put the lid on top. The steam is gonna build up. The popcorn is gonna start popping. You Just like when you're listening for the microwave popcorn, you wanna listen for the pops to stop. Mm -hmm. Same thing when you're popping it on the stove. You wait until there's about three seconds in between pops and pull it off the heat. Now, I like a buttery popcorn, so. We all do. No apology. I melt an entire stick of butter and pour it over that whole big batch. Intermittently. Yeah, I have a you, whole you process. Butter, salt, stir, butter, salt, stir, butter, salt, stir. Yes. So it's a third, a third, a third. Yes, to get everything nice and evenly distributed. You can sprinkle some um, brown sugar and cinnamon on there. You can sprinkle Parmesan cheese, but we mostly just oh, eat it Oh, and that's plain. delightful. Yeah. I like the parm. We've even done like a shredded cheddar in there. Yeah, sometimes. we've done a lot of a lot of cheesy type yeah. things. I love flavored popcorn. So the, I like to make popcorn. In fact, I just made it last night. Sometimes we just feed that to the kids for Sunday night dinner. It's true because we usually have such a huge yes. like mid afternoon right. Sunday meal. Yes, but you know, at Christmas time, those tins. That I come hate with those. I love it. If you want to send me a popcorn tin with a cheddar, the caramel, and then usually nowadays it's like a kettle corn. Mm -hmm. uh, any of the flavored popcorns. I'm doing my Man. best not to throw up. Speed through this. I want a, I want one right now. Yuck. Been, yeah. Yuck. So good. Anyway, popcorn day. Popcorn Celebrate day. it somehow. Do it. Try try Meg's method. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Um if if, in fact, it is your birthday today, you do share it with two figures of magnitude. Of American import. Yes. One, Dolly Parton. Hell yes. Two, Edgar Allan Poe. So creepy. <laughs> you love him. You love Poe. Don't, don't try to bullshit a bullshitter. I do enjoy his stories. He was a good storyteller. A terrible mustache. Terrible mustache. Yeah. Even if I didn't have a mustache, I would say his mustache was terrible. But hey, not everybody has the mustache gene. Mm -hmm. Even Hitler failed. And he accomplished a lot of other things in a horrible way. Yeah. Let's move on from him. Okay. He's not awesome. Um, go, uh, do you want me to take this or you? Um, oh, I'm going to do this. Okay. 1785 was the first manned balloon flight in Ireland. It may, when they are that specific, it makes you wonder how many times did they intend for it to be manned? And then it was like, oh, damn, the balloon. Damn, no. <laughs> and it just floated away. Yeah, I know. Also, are we talking about hot air balloons? Yes. Then why does it just say the first hot air balloon with people in it? Well, it's assumed that you would understand that the balloon is hot air generated. All right. Well, the pilot, this is Ireland. Yes. Now, the pilot and co-pilot allegedly began hurling empty whiskey bottles over the side and screaming obscenities while bearing their naked man parts. Yes. Do you think that part's true? I think if it is true that they are, I'm a direct descendant mm -hmm. somewhere. Because if I'm ever in a hot air balloon, I will drink whiskey, throw bottles, scream obscenities, and bear my naked man parts. Maybe even 
Monty, Monty Python asks, spanking my naked buttocks. Oh, why? Well, that took a real turn. Wasn't that the French that did that? I think so. Yes. yes. The Irish, though, probably created it to begin with. Probably so, if we're being honest. Um, way to go, Ireland. Yeah. 1985. 1922. We're in really a peak of intellectual times here. A geological survey done. I'm sure reporting to the government in some way, shape, or form, insisted that the U.S. oil supply would be depleted in 20 years. And that did not It happened, happen. but then we found some more. Well, or we found more, and it never happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's a pretty bold thing. Yeah, it was. It makes you, when you see things, here's the beauty to me. Okay. You see, this was a very bold, quote-unquote, scientific demand. Yeah. Geological surveys insist that it's going to be. Mm -hmm. How many times do we hear some piece of real garbage science? But we don't know it's garbage, and instead we want to get all worked up in the moment. Oh, well, this, and it's nothing. Mm. Yes, I'm sure it happens more than we um, know. I think a lot, and I'm, I'm being very soft in that statement. Yes. I think, go read a headline, any headline, take your pick. Mm-hmm. Anything that's ranting and raving in today's day and age, and you can shovel it into the same pile of manure that this study had to go into. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I mean... Your honor. Science is a thing, but it seems like when we're talking about prognosticating into the future... So far, we fail. It Yeah, it gets on shaky ground. It's especially problematic today mm. because... Scientific studies don't pay for themselves. Right. Somebody has to fund that. And if you want to receive the completion of your funding and or future funding, well, you better help them support their confirmation bias and find whatever it is that they wanted you to find. Yeah. There's so many things that applies to, and I'm not a, I'm not a big, like, anti-global warming guy, all of that. I just... I think we really don't know much. Mm -hmm. For as smart as we think we are, I don't think we know that much yeah. about anything. I wouldn't focusing on that thing. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That explains a lot. Every every era of history, scientists would have insisted we know everything in this oh, moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And this is not a slam against science by no. any means. Um, Responsible scientists never get published that's, in a visible way yeah. because they're over there saying, hey, but yeah, we, we don't know. And that does, that's not a sexy headline yeah. to be like, guess what? Breaking news. We don't know for sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, one thing that the Catholic Church knows is this, that in 1970 in the Netherlands... Can't eight, trust the Netherlands. What even is the Netherlands? I still don't know. It's the lands. It's the nether portion of the lands. <laughs> the crotch of the lands the nethers it's too far north to be the nethers well is it well here's what happened there could be a whole there's a whole cave earth conspiracy theory out there mm. which would originate around the arctic oh and so that would make okay this the nethers of the arctic at least of the arctic anyway. that's a whole nother show yeah. that we'll probably never do okay well, it was 1970, and it was in the Netherlands that eight bishops of the Roman Catholic Church insist 
that there should be room in the church for both married priests and celibate priests. Now, they certainly had a historical leg to stand on because for centuries, it was not a requirement for a priest to live a celibate life. So I don't know why. And even when it was, it wasn't always honored. Well, that's for sure. Uh, But in 1970 in the Netherlands, they felt like they needed to put forth that uh, um, assertion again. So there are reasons now. And I mean, full disclosure, if you're not a priest going to be a priest or have a dear friend or loved one who is looking at that path, this isn't a topic that probably dominates the forefront of your mind. Right. But there are reasons. Are you aware of any of them? Um, I could make a guess. Throw a guess. My guess is, as we think about St. Paul writing, that it's better to be single. Mm, and that Yeah, there's, there's a, a grab to that. It sort of elicits the idea that if a priest is married to Christ and the church, that he can give his full attention to caring for, especially a parish priest, caring for his flock. Yes. And that's, that yes. he's not distracted by the demands of home life. That's... The explanations that I've heard, and I'm not demanding that they are correct, but I heard them and they made enough sense to me, was the concept that the flock of the parish, they are, in fact, all of us that are that children of the priest. Mm -hmm. And do you want a priest distracted by blood children, or do you want him more focused on taking care of the flock. Mm-hmm. That's the perspective I've heard. And I can I can understand that. I can comprehend that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every now and again in the Catholic Church, you do have married priests. And I think that the exclusive case of that being, if you are Anglican yes. and convert to the Roman Catholic Church and you're already married and had children, there is a pathway to the priesthood. If you are an Anglican priest. Yes. It's not just, I'm Anglican, I'm going to convert, then I'm going to become a priest, and that that, that part doesn't work. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah. Um, 1977, just two years after the magnificent year of my birth, snow fell in Miami, Florida. The, The note said, for the first time. I'm saying for the first time in recorded history. Who the hell knows what happened? Let's not get too scientific here, right? Very very fair point, yes. First time in recorded history. That's pretty amazing. Um, It also fell in the Bahamas. And if you're unfamiliar, the Bahamas exist directly east of Florida and especially southern Florida, where Miami is located. Mm -hmm. We've been, did you go on that trip to Miami or was it just me? That was just you. I have been to the Bahamas, but I have not ever gone directly to Miami. Okay, that's right. You've been to the Bahamas. You're better than me. Mm-hmm. And I admit that. Mm-hmm. In many ways, not just this one. Well. Um, yeah, so I played, I think, just one game in Tampa. Yes. At the University of South Florida, USF. It was a scarring adventure. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Should I tell the whole story? It's really quite crass. It's a little crass and racy. If you're not prepared for this or you have children around, get rid of them and or fast forward ahead. Please never listen with your children. So I was playing, I was coaching. I wasn't playing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was coaching at TCU, Texas Christian University is what that stands for. There was no Christian about the university, but that's in fact what the initials are and mm-hmm. what they stand for. Yes. And we'd gone to play South Florida and it was a big game. And I think at that time they were on a, I feel like it was a 30 plus game winning streak at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough to go there and play and win. And they were pretty good. They were pretty dang good that year. So, yeah, man. It didn't, when you're a coach, it didn't like you, to, or a player for that matter, it's not like you just roll out of the locker room at game time and go. No. There's a solid two hours of things that go on before the game begins. Yes. And so you spend a lot of time on the field. Then you go back in the locker room. Then you come back out and play the game. And there's all kinds of stuff that you do as a coach during that time that really in the grand scheme of things, they aren't that important. It's just that you're like, I don't know what else I'm going to do. What do I do with my and hands? And I'm freaking out. Yeah, what do I do with these two things on the ends of my arms? <laughs> and so you go do stuff. Right. To keep yourself busy. Yes. Well, any place that you would play that has a rabid fan following, uh-huh. the fans show up that early, or at oh, least yeah. some of them do. Yes, they do. And they take great pleasure in heckling yeah. whoever is out on the field. Yes. I've heard some true atrocities. <laughs> uh, not spoken to me, spoken yeah. to other people. But then, in this instance, spoken to me. Um, we were... Standing for lack of anything else to do, standing down near our what would be our own first half end zone, watching our place kicker do his routine, which involved a deep snapper, a holder, and a place kicker. And they'd snap, hold, kick, and then they'd move to a new spot and do things, graduating to further and further depths. Well, so you're near the end zone when Uh you start out, and that at least at the time for USF, that's where the student body ah, yes. was most readily seated. Sure. And this was the rabid group that showed up early. Yes. They'd made posters that had TCU running vertically down the sign and then written out <laughs> to the side, Tiny Cock University. <laughs> now, that was insulting. Yeah. And distracting. By itself. <laughs> and early in, the first few kicks, they were accusing the the holder of looking at the snapper's butt. <laughs> and a few other homophobic jokes along that those lines. And then, as we began to move away, and they got bored with that particular jab. Yeah. They began chanting, tiny cock, <laughs> tiny cock, 
<laughs> tiny cock. I can't believe you're telling this story. It was... I've never experienced anything like that in my life. And none of us had. Yeah. None of us had. I was there with two other coaches. <laughs> and we were like, that's really offensive. Didn't you also but I kind, kind of start of, laughing? I kind of appreciate that they put it together. Nobody else has yet. The initials match. It works. We we had a good oh my solid chuckle. It broke the tension oh. for sure. It wasn't effective on their part in terms of unseating us or anything. Um, but yeah, that was a very life remembering. I'll never forget that experience. It's, well, yeah, it's a thing. You just always you remember that. And so anytime, yeah, yeah, somebody says TCU instead of thinking a Texas Christian, I I think of that abuse that I endured. I'm like, yep, I did that. I cannot believe you told that story. <laughs> Can you really not? <laughs> there are people that are dearly and deeply close to us in our lives that have never heard that I, story. I don't tell it often. Yeah. Um, it well, we still laugh about it up some, Yeah, some old wounds that I laugh at. Yeah. It was a it was a very impactful experience. Absolutely. So thank you, Miami and the well, surrounding that was, that areas. Was Tampa. That was Tampa. That was Tampa, but yes. For that yes. All right. Save us now before all the listeners unsubscribe. This is much cleaner. Okay. Yes. 1978. The last Volkswagen or Volkswagen, right? Volkswagen. Volkswagen. I don't know. That's how you say Volks, it. Volkswagen. I don't know. Do they do? Volkswagen. Are they interchangeable? I yes. don't know. The Beetle. That yeah. style of car. It's the last one made in Germany. The Slug Bug. Slug Bug. Slap you. No, it's not a slap. It's like you. It's a cross, cross, punch, punch, wipe, wipe. For slug bag? Well, that's how we played it. You I mean, I'm sure we played an advanced version of it. But if you didn't cross, punch, and wipe, then the other person could, if they could wrap quick enough before you wiped off the punch, yeah. they could punch you back. We just did a solid punch in the arm. Well, you played the soft version. I guess so. Well, uh, the Beetle did go on to be made. <laughs> Produced in Latin America until mm -hmm. 2003, and then we don't know exactly. Then there was a break for a few years, and then we came out at some point with the all-new redesigned. Ah, yes. And that ran for a little bit. I don't think it's going any longer. I've not seen one in ages, so I can't imagine they're still being made. No, but our second child does still dream of that maybe that could be a car for her one day. It can be. A Beetle. Tell her to save her money. All right. When I was a, when save I was no young, 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 and my sister was nearing sixteen. Yeah. I don't know that she'd stated she wanted one, or if my dad decided it'd be a good car. I don't know, but I remember we did do an extended test drive mm. of one where we took it home, and Dad, who he's wickedly mechanically inclined, mm -hmm. and it wasn't that. He could go perform a mechanical thing efficiently. It was just that he understood yeah. stuff and could eventually figure it out. Right. It, we'd brought it home, and he spent the better part of six hours looking at things and finally deciding this one is beyond all hope. Mm. And we did not buy it. Mm -hmm. But it was in our garage. And I remember, I remember first the awkwardness of him realizing, oh, Damn, I can't get underneath this to look underneath it because it's set so close to the ground. Ah. And that was an oddity in the early 80s. Yeah, for sure. For sure. As well as an engine pack so tightly that you couldn't yourself sit inside the engine compartment with ah. it. Yes. Very, very unusually designed car, yes. right? 
1985, the song Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen peaks at number nine. His tight Levi's went on to reach number one with Ooh. women around the world. Yes, get it, Bruce. That part's probably made up, but I think you just supported the idea of it. <laughs> That's dirty. Uh, well, he wasn't shy about showing it off. You well, know what I mean? You know, you, you work with what you got. Flaunt what you got. In 2001, this is interesting, having previously escaped from a maximum security prison by... Number one, bribing the guards. And Gotta then do that. Yep. Yeah, number two, hiding in a laundry cart. Great place. A lot of movies that incorporate this. Yeah. Well, today, El Chapo is recaptured. What? Joaquin Guzman? Is that? Yeah. I think that's who it was. Feels right. Yeah. Drugs and stuff. Drugs and all the crimes that are usually associated. Yeah. Yeah. So. Recaptured, though. That's good, right? It was... It was a lot of years later, finally extradited to the U.S. for mm -hmm. additional penalties. That's right. This one is not all that awesome. Mm. I'll be honest. Okay. I included it because it's a trigger for me. Oh, okay. 2013, Lance Armstrong, the famous bicyclist, mm -hmm. cyclist, mm -hmm. not bicyclist, cyclist. Mm -hmm. He admits finally to doping in all of his Tour de France victories. We all remember Lance Armstrong. Oh, the Stay course. Strong yellow yeah. bracelets. Livestrong. Yeah. Yes, Livestrong. I'm sorry. I and plainly, I didn't remember him as well as you did. You can all be strong. Well, wear your bracelet. Yes, you could. You can't now because he admitted to doping. Yeah. The this is where this is where I truly become irate. Oh, okay. He's basically undressed he every title he's ever hold is stolen from him and this is he went on to win victories after recovering from cancer and and things well the virtue signalers and and i say that with the deepest funk of disgust mm -hmm. you assholes mm. who would pretend like nothing's wrong mm -hmm. until it becomes more popular to demand that something must be wrong mm. Yeah. Well, the virtue signalers, which includes the regulatory board over the mm. cycling sport. Yeah. They come out and they're like, oh, they're, where's your pearls? I'll clutch your pearls too. Yeah. All the pearls will be clutched. Yes. Listen, this is really important. This is really important to appreciate, to understand. There is no professional sport, especially cycling, but there's no professional sport that I'm aware of. And I have a little bit of knowledge in this field where... Illegality of the chemical variety has not occurred for decades. Okay. We like to crap on, oh, the Russian whatevers that use steroids. Listen, in the strength sports, everyone uses steroids. In endurance sports, everyone mm -hmm. who has ever competed for a title and or won one legitimately in that upper echelon of the sport... They've participated in this, and it's advanced to the point where they all know how to beat tests and all of that. This has gone on. There's too much at stake for it not to be a thing. It's, it's wealth, it's fame, it's existence for anybody that would otherwise just grind their way through and do nothing. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. It's definitely against the rules. Right. But that doesn't change the fact that it has gone on. Now, in the wake of Armstrong's discovery... 
because he finally just admitted, like, fine, you know what I did, fine. Yeah. Well, less publicized, less appreciated is they weren't able for their willingness to look, whatever it was, nobody was able to identify anybody who, without a shadow of a doubt, had won anything without doping yeah. in that sport. Mm -hmm. Maybe ever, as soon as doping was a thing recognized that could be done. Yeah. And it could be something as simple as, I'm going to have blood drawn, and I'm going to reinsert one kind of blood cell. I can't remember. I think it's reds, but I can't remember if it's red or white, whatever. Just simply so my my circulatory system, I'll re-inject that later, just that separated part, so that my circulatory system brings oxygen more readily through. Oh, gosh. That's not even a drug. It's no. just doping. But there are other okay. performance-enhancing drugs and things. It's a thing. Yeah. It happens everywhere. It's prolific in the Olympics. And we see every once in a while somebody that's irresponsible or that pissed off the powers that be yes. gets magically caught. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just get agitated by this because I look at it and it's something everyone is and has been doing for a very long time. And we chose to just really drag through the mud. Mm. This man who he's endured more, he's fought through more, he's done more than any of the regulators who would have sat and done nothing and griped about it. Yeah. So just go away. That is very not awesome. It's not awesome. And when I said go away, I meant much more unawesome words than that. <sighs> Fill in the blank and use your imagination. Yes, it's words that rhyme with words I won't say. Okay. Well, that was in 2013. Also in 2013, the original Batmobile. Yes. The first of six that were produced ultimately for the Batman television series. That series was of... Gosh, was it 70s, 80s? I feel like 60s. The Adam West series? It was color. Yeah, but there was, was color. Was it color? I don't know. Anyway, it was old. Yeah. So it was all the way then to 2013, that mm -hmm. the first of the six that were used in that show. And it was a horrible Batmobile. It was nothing like what we see in the movies now. Mm -hmm. Well, they sold it at auction for $4.6 million. If I had a surplus, like, 4.6, I'm Bill Gates, I'm whoever, and that's just... It's whatever it is. I would buy a Batmobile. I could see you doing that. Just for fun. Yeah. Um, I would want that rocket on the back, though. Definitely. We had two news pieces from 2013 in this moment. Wait, wait, what? There was two. Not trivies. Well, two tri past Oh, okay, trivia. okay, okay. From 2013. Yes, I'm This sorry. moment, January 19th in 2013, I was late in my pregnancy. Not done yet, but late in my pregnancy with the twins. Looking like Shrek a little oh, bit. Oh, man. Bless my your heart. My feet. Remember my feet? You had... Shrek feet. Yes. They were bad. It was... Shrek would have rather had your feet than... <laughs> or no, the other way his around. You would have my... rather had his feet yes. than yours. They yes. were... Your swelling, your, your yes. puffiness. It was bad. It was hurtful. It was, I was a lot of, there was a lot of human happening. I felt guilty for having impregnated you. <laughs> I'm glad you finally admitted it. And on camera, so that's good. I never denied it. <laughs> it was a rough go, man. Yeah. But you know what? Those kids, the twins. They were <laughs> worth it. Those two were worth throwing up at the grocery store. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Okay, what's yeah. trending? Two things. Do you want the first or the second? 
I don't, I'll take the second. Okay. Well, trending, China, who, let's be honest, they've not been the most forthright, the most, the most, most, <laughs> most forthright, the most forthright with their coronavirus reporting. Yeah. They have recently reported that they found coronavirus on ice cream. I hate everything right now. Let's stop I have two perspectives. Get out of here. One, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's something that's killed by heat. Yeah. In fact, even the vaccine has to be kept, I think it's like at 94 degrees or something. Oh, dang. I did not significant. know that. Significant. Okay. It, it, it's very temperature sensitive. And okay. the colder it is, yeah. the more long-lasting it would be. That's yeah. why originally we just said, hey, if we can make it to the summer months, It'll we, got go a, away. we got a chance. Yeah. Not that it would go away, that we'd have a chance. And we did. And then we blew it. And then we blew it. Except that it's not our fault. Um, yeah. So on ice cream, that's one perspective. The other is how dare you. Ice cream is sacred. Yes. I love ice cream. I haven't been eating it. I've been, I don't agree well with dairy in my older age. Yeah. Um, I haven't been eating it. But just now the thought that I can't makes me that much more angry. And especially at China. Damn you, China. Damn you, China. Well... They made it. Yep. And here we are. Also trending as part of legislation that we have discussed in, in the recent times mm -hmm. of awesome today. Mm -hmm. This was part of the most recent stimulus legislation that went through attached to it. Why? Crazy. Well, a deal around this. Yeah. The CIA, your friends and mine at the CIA, have declassified 2,780 documents on... UFOs. Or what do they call them? UA... Yeah, they have a new name. Is it UAPs? Yes. Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. UAPs. There we go. Because you can't... You, you got to advance with the times. You can't call it by that old tired name. Of UFO. That UFOs are for crazies who That's think right. they got kidnapped by aliens. It's for Hollywood. The same people that sent us to the moon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to be up on your lingo, UAP. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you want to find out about all of this and more, you could go over to theblackvault.com. Yes. There is, you can go in if you're up to all of this. You can download the entirety of it. Yeah. Which is even in zipped format, huge. Yeah. You can go look at individual articles and pull them up as PDFs. Sure. And it I, it feels like, I won't swear to this, it feels like whoever it is that runs theblackvault.com is systematically working down the list. And so for the first, I don't know, maybe it's a quarter of the documents, they've started to include some notes, if you will, mm. along the side Annotations. of where you could download it to mm -hmm. say this is what's in this one. Okay. I don't know how excited to get because at least one or two of the things, and this is me quoting someone else who read it and not myself, but they indicated that some of the things that looked like they had potential to be the most interesting were in fact the most highly redacted. Of course, CIA, yeah. of course. How can you, how can you hang it out there like, Oh, we've declassified this. Well, no, you haven't, no. you butthole. You just took a Sharpie yeah. and marked out all the words that made sense of anything. Absolutely ridiculous. So. Wow, we brought up a few <sighs> non-offsons. Do we have some whirling to do We to have cleanse the palate? We have whirling. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. 
We have two watches. Yes. We watched, in short order, season five. Half of, of it. Half of it. I was getting there. So five or six? It's five, I'm pretty sure. It's part of the most recent season. Of Billions, which is a Showtime production, which we love. Yeah. Starring Damian Lewis and Paul Giamatti. and Mainly because we love Damian Lewis and we... We more than we more we have a, a higher than average opinion of Paul Giamatti. Yes, it's fantastic. It's well worth if you've never watched Billions. It's well worth starting at the beginning. It's not, yeah, it's not the most accurate depiction of the financial services world. Yeah, it's certainly sensationalized, and and honestly, it's about the financial services world about as much as the Queen's Gambit is about chess. Right. It's a very soft. Yes. Guiding theme that gives a reason for the rest of it to happen. That's right. It's one of our favorite shows. So we so we were so excited that we saw on Showtime we could watch Billion Season 5. And we made it to Episode 7. Clocking through it last night at the end of Episode 7. And then Showtime was like, or we're watching it on Showtime on Hulu. was like, and you're done. And we were like, what? That's not how. What? And as right. it turns out, they had worked on and released up to Episode 7. Uh, in production until coronavirus, COVID-19 hit. And so they're saying that sometime in 2021... Theoretically. We'll get the rest of that season and a season six. Anyway, we enjoyed it. I love that show. I always forget until we're watching it how much I love that show. It's very... It's deeply engaging. Yes. It's it's immersive. I find myself thinking about the characters and their storylines when we're not watching it. Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of show. Well, the second watch, similarly, Ray Donovan, I realized finally, because I'd watched all that up to date and then I'd forgotten about it forever and mm-hmm. there was more mm-hmm. now to watch. And I think we've been watching, we watched both on Hulu. Yeah, Showtime on Hulu. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so if you're unfamiliar with Ray Donovan, what's the other fixer show that's more candy-coated? Well, Olivia Olivia Pope, yeah, Scandal? Scandal, yeah, Scandal. If you watch Scandal and you like Scandal, yeah, it's it's a similar concept in that Ray's a fixer, mm-hmm. and most of what you see him fixing in the or first however many seasons until recent, whatever it is, they are L.A. based, yeah, and then most recently he's back to where he's from, which oh. is the. New York, Boston, New Jersey region of the country. Okay. All right. I fell asleep, so I didn't realize yeah. this had happened. Um, okay. Now, this is... Uh, Scandal's a much more polished... Oh, it's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a candy-coated version. This is... This delves into the seedy side. Mm-hmm. Um, and differently as well, if you've not seen any of this and you're, you're going to choose to give it a swing, you... You really get to experience the turmoil, almost in a Breaking Bad type fashion, of what he goes through on the family side of this while he's trying to run his business. Because his business is a series of compromises, Mm -hmm. and it does get... It does get pretty skeevy uh, where he gets to, and not all just because of him and what he's encountered, but because of his background and who his dad is and a bunch of other stuff. Um but it's it's tremendously well written. I think very well acted. The Leah Schreiber. Yes, thank you. I was not going to be able to remember his name. Leah Schreiber. Mm-hmm. He he does a great job. Um, I can't. 
I can't think of anything I've seen him in that I liked more mm-hmm. than what he does here. He's yeah. so very believable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very solid. It's worth a watch. All right. If you're going to read something, you could take yourself over to theblackvault.com and read about those UAPs. Yes. Whatever you can find in the non-redacted material. Yeah. Or you could take the path I'm taking, and that is to wait until somebody else reads it and pulls the valuable or seemingly valuable content out. And does a TLDR. Yeah. There's not going to be that much that comes out of this. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been released. Big spoiler. So sorry. Yeah. That's how it is. That is how it is. If you're going to listen to something, number one, you can listen to Bruce Springsteen. <coughs> Whoa. Excuse me. Oh, man. I kind of sneeze coughed at the same time. I'm going to repeat that. Since yeah, the please sneeze do. Cough I'm going to black out. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen singing Born in the USA. You could listen to that. You could go listen to Dolly Parton. It's her birthday. Yeah. She's a national treasure. She's still writing music and making songs and albums and also even if you don't super love dolly parton there was a podcast limited series production that came out i want to say in 2019 called dolly parton's america it is fantastic dolly parton's music is sort of the backdrop and the the context but it's mostly telling people's stories and their interactions with her music and the issues that her music covers it is Fantastic. One of the best limited series I've ever listened to, Dolly Parton's America. And it doesn't hurt if you also just love her music making. There you go. Well, for lifestyle, absolutely, you need to make Meg's popcorn. Do you want to give a quick refresher? Yes. Put it in a pot. It. Popcorn. Start with a half a tablespoon of coconut oil. Let it melt. Add in your half cup of kernels. Let it melt with heat, not just like natural oh, yeah, 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 room yeah. temperature. I oh, it melted. Yeah, Put yeah. it over medium heat, medium to medium high heat. Melt that coconut oil. Pour in your half cup of kernels. Pop a lid on top. Let it pop. Pour on as much or as little butter and salt as you want. Don't skim on the butter. If you're gonna if you're not gonna butter it fully, then perhaps awesome today isn't your podcast. <laughs> That was harsh. It's it's just a fair, let's measure things out here. Okay. I feel like we trim a few listeners off every week. We might as well make this swipe as well. Well, take a stand when it comes to butter on popcorn. Yes. Well, what else has dominated our conversations? Well, for the past couple of days, you and I have talked more in our lives in these past few days than we ever have about Jeeps. Jeeps. The vehicle. The Jeep. Now, a long-time Awesome Today listeners know that this has been on your radar it's been on, for months. It's, it's never been as real as it is right now. We discovered through actually half-assed paying attention to our finances, we can swing a Jeep. Yep. I've wanted a Jeep since I was a child. Yes. And it's time. Mm-hmm. And so we've begun far more fervently. Yes. And I say we because... I make you listen to everything that I've looked at. Right. I I offload on you. Mm -hmm. We're looking at what is the perfect Jeep. Yes. That's obviously going to differ. I don't want to offend any any Jeepies or Jeepers or whatever we call ourselves out there. Jeepers. I like that. It's going to differ for everybody. Yeah. The best Jeep, kind of like the best whiskey or cigar or anything else, is the one you have that you love. Yes. And so no judgment being out there for anyone else. I'm trying to figure out what I really want. 
when it really comes down to it, what do I want? Yes. And where I've landed, I think, is Mojito Green. Mojito. It's it's It was only offered for a few years. It's no longer available. They've taken it out of the lineup again. Mojito Green. It is almost like a candy apple yeah. lime green. It yeah. is electric. It's completely immature. I will be ostracized by everyone. I don't even care. I love it. When I see that, I'm like, why is, Why are there Jeeps that are different colors than this? <laughs> yes. So that we've nailed down. And pretty sure that I want to go with the Rubicon edition, the yeah. trim kit yeah. Rubicon, because there are some things about that built into it that to replicate that in the aftermath on your own dime, yeah. were you to not get that model, yeah. it's like silly silly expensive to try to go there so that's where i'm looking and i'm looking specifically somewhere 2018 i think it bleeds into 2020 i can't swear to that i know it's into 2019 i don't know exactly maybe it was mid-year 2020 or something when they ceased to make the green i don't know yeah they transitioned to a new green and i can't remember what they call it now it's a very military drab yeah uh, green. So, and that it's fine. It's just not. That's not what you want. My perfect. Yes. Color. So, I had found one that was the perfect one, and somehow magically, in the hours that the dealership was not open, it sold. Yes. I feel like someone's trying to pull a fast one, but that one's gone. So we're still looking. Still looking. We're gonna see what happens. I could go on for untold lengths of time. About why I like, not just like love, feel like this is my spirit animal yeah. of things. Um, but we're working towards it. And hopefully we're able to get that done before long and can celebrate that. This has been a good application of what we've learned over the past few months about desire. Mm -hmm. And what our emotions tell us about what we actually want. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Damn practicality. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, and, but in the same breath, we've said repeatedly as we've looked at all this, there's nothing more impractical than the vehicle I currently drive. Right. It does not work for our family. Yeah. It barely works for me. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if that helps justify anything for us on the way through. Yeah. It makes sense and it works. And so that's, that's where my, if anybody has knowledge of a mojito green Rubicon, preferably fenders and top painted to match, hard top. You know somebody that's got one and they just, they're desperate to get rid of it, but they don't know who to talk to, put us in touch. We can make it happen. Yes. Okay. Is that everything? I think it is. All right. Well, have an awesome Jeep. No, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheating is only frowned upon when you either admit to it or get caught. Plan accordingly. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.